Our moment in time is December 25th, 1776. Four months after America's Declaration of Independence, it looked like the American Revolution was about to breathe its last breath. Washington had been ordered by the Continental Congress to defend New York, where he faced British General William Howe and his brother, Admiral Lord Richard Howe, and 22,000 British troops. Washington had about 10,000 able Continentals and a reserve of 7,000 militiamen. Washington's army was poorly manned, poorly supplied, and poorly trained, while the British forces were well-disciplined, supplemented with Hessians, and had the finest navy in the world. In July, the Howe brothers met with Washington on Long Island to propose peace terms and pardons for surrender. Washington informed them that Americans were not interested in begging pardons for defending their rights, but the offer was best directed to Congress. They received the same reply from Congress. Thus began four months of woe. The Battle of Long Island was a disaster for the Americans. The British lost 61 killed, while Washington estimated his losses at between 700 and 1,000 killed, wounded, or captured. More than three-quarters of Washington's losses were men who had simply thrown down their weapons and surrendered, including two major generals. Washington's surviving men were forced into a perimeter around the village of Brooklyn. A nor'easter kept Admiral Howe's ships from cutting off the Americans on Long Island entirely, and William Howe called a halt to his advance with three hours of daylight left, leaving historians to speculate why. Washington, taking advantage of rain and the gift, pulled 9,500 men from certain siege and capture on Long Island to Manhattan, and then from the city of Manhattan up to Harlem Heights. In October, Washington pulled back again to White Plains, New York. Howe attacked and the American militia collapsed, followed by the Continentals. But Washington, thanks to stormy weather, slipped away. Washington's problems were growing. The short one-year enlistments that the Congress had imposed on him were beginning to run out. On December 1st, he learned that General Howe had resumed pursuit and he ordered a retreat to northern New Jersey. By the time they reached Princeton, Washington's army was down to 3,700 men. On December 7th, the last fragments of the Continental Army crossed over the Delaware River into Pennsylvania. The month before, the Howe brothers issued an amnesty proclamation, and over 3,000 Americans flocked to swear allegiance to the king and to receive papers guaranteeing their lives and property. Congress fled Philadelphia for Baltimore. Traveling with Washington's army on the retreat through New Jersey was Thomas Paine. The repeated defeats, the fading numbers, and the depleted morale of the Continental Army unleashed his pen, and he wrote The American Crisis. His words would have an inspiring effect. These are the times that try men's souls. The summer soldier and the sunshine patriot will, in this crisis, shrink from the service of his country. But he that stands it now deserves the love and thanks of man and woman. Tyranny like hell is not easily conquered, yet we have this consolation with us, that the harder the conflict, the more glorious the triumph. Within a day, the American crisis was circulating through the army and spirits were lifting. Washington had more good news. He received 2,000 new Continentals and 600 New Hampshire militiamen from Ticonderoga, bringing his strength up to 7,600. On December 13, Howe gave Washington another present. He settled into occupied New York, 
calling off further military operations for the winter and stationing two Hessian brigades and a Scottish regiment in New Jersey. Washington, frustrated by the constant retreats, saw an opportunity. On the night of December 25th, he planned to cross the ice-filled Delaware River and attack the Hessian Brigade at Trenton. Masked by a howling winter storm, the Americans crossed the ice-choked river with 2,400 Continentals. On the morning of December 26th, and benefiting by a young captain of artillery, Alexander Hamilton and his battery surprised the garrison. Despite a counterattack, when their commander was killed, the leaderless Hessians surrendered. The Americans captured nearly a thousand prisoners and seized muskets, powder, and artillery. But more than that, Washington captured the initiative and breathed new life into the American cause. I'm Terry Miller, adjunct professor of history, and this moment in time is a production of the Delta College History Department in cooperation with Delta College Public Radio.